0: good morning and welcome to autism live on the autism network i'm shannon penrod and excited to be here with you today we got a big show coach e a elaine hall from the miracle project is going to be joining us in just a little while i'm excited to be here with her we haven't met up with her in a while and she's got a big new show that's debuting this week that all of you can attend because there there's a live component but there is a virtual component so uh, that will be super exciting for everyone. Uh, thrilled to be here, though. We're right now on many different platforms. I uh, want to say to you, it is the 19th of October. We're cozy and right up against the holidays here. You know, it's like hop on the treadmill. I'm excited for a lot of different reasons. I love the holidays. Um, I also, you know, like everybody else, have some challenges during the holidays, as does, you know, my child and everyone I know on and off the spectrum. There are some challenges that come with the holidays. But for me, the the benefits outweigh. And we, we always on this show, we want to help you guys to have that be the case as well, because sometimes the holidays are an opportunity to catch your breath or to be on a treadmill. Um, and to be with people that you love. So we're going to be talking more about that as the weeks come. Um, a couple of things that I want to remind you of right now, as I said, we're live right now on Facebook, on YouTube, on Twitter and about, um, I don't know, Trayvon, what 12 other places he's going to start to show you some of the places and how you can connect with us live or in podcasts. We podcast, uh, wherever you podcast, uh, we're a free download rated Autism podcast because of you guys, because you guys have watched, you've shared, you've liked, you've reviewed. We would like to ask you to continue that. You know, we are fresh now on the autism network and we have tons of agendas, things that we want to do, and we want to be having interns that are on the autism spectrum. We want to have employees that are on the autism spectrum. So, all of that takes money um for us to stay on and for us currency from you guys we're not asking you guys for any money and as long as I, I'm breathing and can we're never gonna ask you guys for money to support us. That's not what we do. But we do ask is that you share the free information because the more people who watch then the more sponsors we get and the more capability we have to be on more platforms. So asking you to share, because it's a double-edged thing too, that not only when you share, you share the information that's free to somebody who might need it, but it's also helping us to stay on the air. So we super appreciate that Uh, because we like being here with you guys and we like hearing from you. So which leads me to the next thing. If you want to be writing into the live show right now, I'm activating my chat so that I can be talking to you guys. If you're on Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, absolutely on those platforms, and I'll be able to see it right here in real time, Uh, as well as a lot of other. Try in the platform that you're in, and I try to acknowledge when you guys write in, you can send in questions for Coach E, Elaine Hall from the Miracle Project, questions for me, or we're having Temple Grandin on the show on Friday. You can send in questions for her. And don't forget tomorrow live, it'll be Dr. Doreen Grampiche. Ask Dr. Doreen, which I want to encourage you to follow her now on TikTok. Yes, it's a thing. Follow her on TikTok. She's going to start answering questions directly on TikTok as well. Uh, which I'm not even going to be a part of, but she's going to be over there. So if you shoot her a question, she's going to give short little answers on TikTok, which is super cool. So follow, it's it's under Ask Dr. Doreen on TikTok. Uh, she just went live yesterday for the first time. So that's super cool. Uh, all right. So having said all those things, I always tell you we have lots of experts who are here on the show. Not one of them. Hey, Dakota. I'm so thrilled that you're here from Canada we love canada here i uh, have had many guests that have just returned from canada by the way speaking of canada and guests just returned from canada kobe bird was just here a week ago and uh his uh, his show lock and key which is filmed in canada and so he spent most of last most of this year in canada uh the it the season 2 starts on friday on, uh, Netflix. So definitely tune in. You'll see some great, great shots of Toronto and areas around Toronto. We absolutely love. Hi, Miss Shelley. Miss Shelley is a therapist from New York joining us. So thrilled to have you here. What part of New York? I'm originally, I grew up in Saratoga. I was born in Puerto Rico, but I grew up in Saratoga, New York and a couple of years, like in Albany Schenectady area, but, uh, you know, taught college in upstate New York. Um, Uh, So it's a pleasure to have you here. You guys have got to be having peak fall color now, right? Oh, my heart always beats faster when I think of upstate New York this time of year. It's so beautiful for those of you who have never been. It's a bucket list thing you must do. People can tell you about the fall colors, but if you until you see them. there's, you know, there's no explaining it. It's absolutely uh, wonderful. A parent from the UAE. So great. Staten Island. That's where Pete Davidson is from. We love Pete Davidson. He's a huge supporter of the autism community. Uh, So we love Staten Island. Totally, totally cool that you guys are here with us. So uh, in any case, that's how we ask you to write in and talk to us in real time. If you're watching in podcast and you're like, Hey, I don't have a way to write in. Our homepage, autism-live.com, has a way that you can write in. I will tell you it's not working right now. So, you know, be patient with us. Um, And you can always email me directly. Um, We just recently changed my email, but the old way works too. So you can write to s.penrod at autism-live.com or shaman at autism-live.com. Either one will get there. We love that. We love when when, uh, email works. Uh, and we'll get the chat working again soon. So yesterday I was supposed to debut. Uh, we're gonna get to the jargon in just a second, and then we're gonna get to Kochi. Yesterday I was supposed to debut. We I made a video three years ago because uh, I do a one woman comedy show that's called the Autism Momalogs, and you know, I don't know about the rest of you, but as a, as a mom, uh, on the autism spectrum, I always tell you guys, I'm not an expert, right. But I'm in this community with you. I want to help you because I needed help along the way. And my head is like a clown car. Uh, you know, I used to be a stand up comedian and I tend to, when things get hot and you don't even have a hot, like, I'm like, I can't make heads or tails of this. And I got no place to go, but laugh. That's where I go is to laughter. And over the years, I would play out different scenarios in my head from different perspectives and come up with these characters um, to amuse myself. That's really all it was about, was amusing myself. And then I put it all together into a one-woman show. We won some awards at the Hollywood Fringe Festival. We took it out of the road for a little while. Some of the elements were pre-taped. And um, there was one element that now when I go and speak, to, especially to BCBAs, I, I... I Kind of take them to task and say, hey, can you dial it back on the jargon a little bit Uh, and and tell them why we do the jargon of the day? So, um, but you know, when you do it in school too, it's worse than jargon, it's jargon and alphabet land. So we made this crazy video. And yes, my makeup is supposed to look bad. And because that's the whole joke, right? So be in on the joke with me. You don't need to tell me, Shannon, you look like seven miles of bad road, I know it was deliberate. Uh, but can I also say that this song was written uh, uh, with? I collaborated with Atticus Cowger over at Spectrum Laboratories. So, um, th- with so Atticus and I collaborated in Spec Labs, helped us to collaborate, which was awesome. And so we have to give big credit to Atticus Cowger. So talented, so talented. Because I went to him and I said, "I have this idea for the song. I have these lyrics. I have." this sort of a tune in my head, and he took that and helped me to make it into what it is. So uh, collaborative efforts between myself and Atticus Calgar, who identifies himself as being on the autism spectrum, is wicked talented. So take a look. This is Welcome to Alphabet Land, and then we'll come back with Jargon of the Day. Howdy, and welcome to Alphabet Land. This is where we like to take a book. bunch of letters stick together and slowly make people lose their minds. you got your IEP, F S P E S Y A A C. You're talking A-D-D-A-D-H-D to the S-L-P. The O-T and the A-P-E say the B-I-P ain't helping with the O-D-D. You thought you had an idea, but now it's I-D-E-A.
1: Unless it's
0: A-D-A, are you feeling overwhelmed? Why, we ain't even halfway done. Grab you some letters and let's have some fun. The LEA is talking PBS, NGE, with HQT, you're hoping for EI from the IEE. And the FAP includes a PP and some RDA. You might be wondering where all these letters come from. Well, in the beginning, they were just a few, just so you wouldn't have to say big long words over and over. Then some folks realized if they use a bunch of these acronyms, it would make them seem like they knew what they was talking about. And then they could get one over on you, They'd trick you into buying a pig and a poke. If you ever find yourself dealing with someone like that, you just say to them, you get your BCBA in here to do an FBA, or I'll see you at the DPH. My kid has a There it is, folks. Uh, That's the length that I'm willing to go to to bring home my point about alphabet land and jargon. So (laughs) there it is. I hope you had a laugh with me. Hi, Carolina. And hi, Nicole. So glad you're here. Yes, that is the clown car that is in my head, Um, you know, because I always want to make fun of the jargon. So that gives us a great segue into the jargon of the day. This is the reason why we do this. We take one word, one phrase, one acronym that these crazy experts use as if everybody uses them every day. It's completely craziness, right? Uh, We give you first the actual definition, then I make fun of it because really everyone has to have a hobby. And then we give you a working definition and I try to break it down so that we can all understand it. If you start to feel overwhelmed, just like the crazy woman in the video, Uh, remember that this takes some time and, you know, you can ask questions and you can watch. We have a whole playlist that's just jargon, but this is one that we've never done before. Uh, well, no, that's not true. We did this so many years ago, but we need to redo it because my hair was a funny color at that time. So, uh, we did DRA yesterday. We're in the thick of the jargon here, kids. This is like no man's land, right? (laughs) So, and you don't have to know these terms people are going to use them when they're talking to you about you or your kiddos. You don't have to know these terms, but I think it's really a great idea to know what the concept behind it is. That's much more useful to you. So if you don't get it, don't worry. You'll get it eventually. So here we go. Yesterday we did DRA. Today we're going to do DRI, which we don't do a lot of. We do a lot of DRO but but we talk about this all the time, DRI. So DRI is Differential Reinforcement of Incompatible Behavior. Aren't we like so excited and, and we're like, oh, is, isn't this wonderful? That helps me. It's Differential Reinforcement of in, 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 Incompatible Behavior. Now, do we have a more extensive actual definition of this one or do we just leave it at that, Draven? Let's take a look or we move it on to our working effort because, you know, oh, here we go. Here it is. Here's the good stuff, you guys. The the one that we can just make total fun of. DRI is a procedure for decreasing problem behavior in which reinforcement is delivered for a behavior that is topographically incompatible with the behavior targeted for reduction and withheld following instances of problem behavior. I want to have like little angels who sing and go, wah, because... I don't know if you can understand that you have so many letters after your name. You don't need to be here right? (laughs) unless you want to laugh, in which case, pull up a chair. Um, And we're quoting Cooper, Heron and Hayward, 2007, which is the authority on this. But my point is, if you don't know what DRI is and you look this up in their lovely little tome, you still don't have any idea. It's completely like too far away for us. Uh, Okay. So let's take a look at what the working definition is to see, is this something that will help me in my life? It means only reinforcing uh, behaviors that by their very nature can't happen at the same time as the challenging behavior. Okay. That's a little bit better, but let's put this into a bigger perspective. We're talking about dealing with challenging behavior, and let's be careful when we're talking about dealing with challenging behavior. Challenging is behavior. I want to define that as something that is preventing the individual from getting to meaningful things for them. Not meaningful for you, meaningful for them. Now, this is where it gets a little bit sticky because sometimes when we're teaching someone a new skill, in the moment... It may not feel reinforcing for them. In the moment, they're like, I don't, like me, I didn't want to learn the jargon. What's the payoff for me learning this jargon term? But it turned out that once I learned these terms, there was a payoff for me, right? But at first, I didn't want to do it. And I think that sometimes we have kiddos that they're like, why would I want to learn how to write my name? It's not useful to me because they don't have a context for it, right? So the little asterisk here is it has to be beneficial to them, but that it may not feel like it's beneficial to them right now. But I think we can all agree that if you are able to write your name, if you're able to do that, that's a very life affirming thing and it will lead to other good things. It's not absolutely essential to be successful and happy in your life, but if you can do it, it will lead to good things. So challenging behavior is behavior that prevents the person from getting to things that are meaningful to them. So for instance, it might be that we have a kiddo who enjoys flapping their hands. That they And there are lots of reasons why someone would enjoy flapping their hands, because it feels good for them, because there's a visual thing that happens when you move your fingers. If you do it, try it. Um, You know, you can see like little rainbows of color. It's kind of cool, right? For some people, it's calming. For some people, it helps them to be present, right? So we're not judging that. We're not judging that. But if we want to help this person to be able to write their name so that they can eventually, uh, you know, sign a check because they're employed, right, then um, there, there might be times when we would ask them to not do this, right? Um, so in, in that instance, not always, this would not always be a challenging behavior, but in some instances it could prevent the person from being able to do something else that's meaningful to them. Right? So in that instance, we might refer to that as a challenging behavior and we might target it and say, we want to be able to turn this behavior on and off and have it be in certain circumstances, not in others. So instead of just shaming the person and standing there going, don't do that, stop doing that, which By the way, never works. That never works long term. Um, Instead, we talked about this yesterday. What we will do is what we'll we'll do is teach another behavior. Um, And yesterday we talked about teaching another behavior that gives the same paycheck, right? And then we reinforce that behavior. That was the DRA. Now we're talking about DRI. Incompatible. So what we want to do is if what we're we're trying to get the person to do is right in doing this. Then you can't write and do this at the same time. It doesn't work, right? So we, what we would do is start to teach the handwriting skill, but we would heavily reinforce the handwriting skill. That any time they, and we would start small. We would start so small that um, we would have uh, uh, maybe a stencil. And we would have a marker or a pen and have them go down in the stencils so that there's, you know, they're drawing a straight line. There's no possibility of not getting it right. And every time they draw a straight line, they get something that's reinforcing to them. You know, it might might mean that they get their teddy bear or that they get a jelly bean or something that's like, that they go, that was worth it. That paycheck was worth it. You give me my teddy bear. I'm going to make a line. Great. Wonderful. Right. So we make it reinforcing for them. But the point here is, is that we're having an incompatible behavior. The example that I always like to use is that my son, I wanted to read to him and my son couldn't sit still. We called it ants in the pants, right? He busy, busy boy here, there, everywhere. He couldn't sit still long enough to hear a story. And so, you know, being busy isn't necessarily a challenging behavior, but when somebody wants to read to you, that can get in the way of getting to the thing that is meaningful. And I believed that he was going to like stories. I believed that he was going to like being read to. I believed that with every fiber of my being. And so we didn't, we couldn't figure it out. So, um, and I, you know, through a set of circumstances, we realized, um, that when you gave him, he loved an apple and a cold apple. And if you gave him a cold apple to hold on to in his hands, he became still. And then he discovered he could eat the apple too. And that that was really reinforcing too. And so we discovered that if you put a cold apple in his hands, it was incompatible with running around for whatever reason, he couldn't do both. So we would give him a cold apple and he would sit still. And so we would read to him. And and if you gave him a cold apple, he could do it. So we would reinforce that behavior and tell him how good he was. And we would read him the story. Now, eventually the stories became so reinforcing that he didn't need the apple to do it. And if we wanted him to, you know, sit and read a story, the story itself was the reinforcer. How cool is that? We would get out the book and he would uh, sit and read the book. And he, you know, now he's going to school to be a screenwriter and television writer because he loves to be told a story. So how amazing is that? So DRI, it means that we're not going to lecture them about the challenging behavior. We're not going to punish them for the challenging behavior. Instead, we're going to reinforce, we're going to give a paycheck for behavior that's incompatible with the challenging behavior. We see this kids who spit on their hands and then draw in the spit on the desk. Instead, we give them um, a silky because they like the silk feeling. We give them something else to do because you can't be playing with a silky and have that reinforcer with wet hands. Compatible how cool is that? So this is a great way to intervene for a behavior there. There's all these different ways that we're talking about. There's DRA, there's DRI. We'll talk on Thursday about DRO. So um, there you go. DRI, incompatible. It means you can't do the challenging behavior and this other behavior at the same time. And we're only going to reinforce the behavior that is incompatible with the challenging behavior. And we are not going to discuss the challenging behavior. Isn't that great? Doesn't that empower you? Okay, I get excited about that. Uh, Hey, Renee and Elvira. They're saying, thank you for the TACA conference. I'm learning so much. Still working on the worksheets. These are very helpful to organize what I need to work on with my son. I'm so glad. If you guys went to the TACA conference, uh, whether you were one of our winners that won a free ticket or you went on your own, write in and tell us. What did you get out of it? I hope you got great things out of it. Okay, we're going on to our question of the day. Uh, What makes you happy? What is it that makes you happy? Um, and and I want you to think about that. Like, what are the things, I mean, it could be a million things, right? But what makes you happy? There's so many things that make me happy. It makes me happy to be here with you guys and to be talking about things that are positive. That makes me happy. Um, it makes me happy to be at home. I love to be at home. I love it when my whole family's at home uh, and we don't have to go anywhere. That makes me happy. I love holidays. That makes me happy. Um, lots and lots of things. It makes me happy when you guys write in, but what makes you happy? We want to know. I love the sound of my kid's voice, right? That makes me happy. And there was a time when I didn't know if I was ever going to get that, but I have that now and it makes me happy. So what makes you happy? Uh, all right. We always have a topic, our topic this week, very important topic uh, when it feels like you can't go on. Cause we said yesterday, all of us are going to have at least a moment where we're in this place. We talked at length yesterday about how important it is to get help for yourself, uh, on a regular basis. I want to remind everybody that the Ed Asner Family Center does something called Ed Talks once a month. They pick a topic and they have a panel tonight is the night that they're doing, uh, the October Ed Talk. And, uh, so that'll be led by Matt Asner and Nava Paskowitz Asner. And the guests tonight on the Ed Talk are myself and Nancy Allspot Jackson from Let's Talk Autism with Shannon and Nancy, and two of the clinicians, two of the therapists that do the talk therapy at the Ed Asner Center. What are we talking about? We're talking about depression. We're talking about addiction. We're talking about all of those things. Nancy and I have been very open about our issues and the things that we struggle with. And, you know, Nancy's taken it to another level tonight. You're not going to want to miss this. I mean, she's going to be as to the bone honest as possible and, Uh, You know, I'm always willing to talk about, you know, being in therapy and uh, how important that has been for me and how I became agoraphobic after my son was diagnosed with autism. So we're talking about all of it with therapists and taking your questions and getting honest about it because we feel like, you you know, we feel like we need to be honest about it so that other people can learn from it. So for sure, tune in. I know Nancy's got a lot of things to say that she's never said before, and I just am so, uh, proud of her. So tune into that. That's over at the Ed Asner Family Center. That's tonight at 5 p.m. Pacific time. That's 8 p.m. Eastern time. And I'll count on you guys to do the math and all the other time zones. Yeah. But, um, you know, that's part of it when you feel like you can't go on. And there's many, you know, when you feel like you can't go on, it can be just a fleeting thing or it can be that crushing, crushing sort of thing that happens. And, oh, my gosh, I've had that. Um, not fun. And and I want you guys to know that if you're feeling that, there's help, there's hope, there's a way to come out of it. You can come out of it. Um, and so tune in tonight for that because there will be trained Clinicians there to talk with you guys about that. All right, um, I don't know if Elaine is already here, but I want to talk. Yes, yeah, she is. She's there. She's waiting. Um, I want to talk a little bit about the Miracle Project and what a miracle it is in in all of our lives. Uh, Coach e. Elaine Hall. I gosh, I will have to ask her how many years she's been doing the Miracle Project. But uh, you guys know, you've heard of them. You probably watched Autism the Musical, uh, or uh, the Part Two of Autism the Musical, which was not the musical, uh, but really important pivotal work that she's been doing, having her uh, students performing and important work that she's done in terms of social skills. They've got a new show that's coming out this week, so we're so happy to welcome back to the show Coach E. Elaine Hall from The Miracle Project. There she is. How cute are you? I haven't
1: seen you in a month of Sundays.
0: Oh my gosh,
1: it's so good to see you. And I guess I got the memo to wear blue, Miracle Project blue autism mm-hmm. blue, so.
0: <laughs> in my mouth, it happens. That's, right. That's
1: um, Wonderful. Just well wonderful to, to see you.
0: It's so good to see you. And I know you have been busy, busy, busy through all this pandemic. You guys have been over there. You yes. continued doing your classes for, you know, you were doing classes online. You were eventually, I, I believe you did some classes in person. Is that true? Am I making...
1: So, boy, you're, you're so, you just got it. We started our very first class in person. We're doing them once a month. So we just started our, our classes in person Sunday. And uh, that's, but all of our classes are virtual. And it's actually, you know, it's, it's, there's a silver lining is we're able to reach so many more families because we're virtual. We've, we're now reaching children, teens, adults all over the world with our virtual classes. So it's uh, been pretty, pretty wonderful in that respect and still create this community where no one's alone and we can all be creative. And I love what you were sharing in the beginning about, you know, flapping and the different reasons and why that we flap. And, and one of the things that we do at the Miracle Project is we'll flap and make it turn it into dance so that the individual has control and has a sense of their own body. So then, as you said so beautifully, they can then choose to pick, you know, put their hands down and pick up a pen because mm-hmm. no one's shaming them or judging them for that. So yeah. uh, that's we, have we have to get airport. to that. I I feel, feel I, share, I,
0: yeah, I feel like it's really important that we have to language things in a different way so that people don't feel like that anybody is trying to, you know stop someone from being who they are and expressing themselves like that's right you know, I don't know that's anybody exactly that's trying right. to do that. so I love that I, you know I love my my degrees are in theater so I love what you do Elaine um it's such an amazing outlet we've you know I remember the first time I came to see one of your shows and I was like whoa holy business um because <laughs> your kids are wildly talented And um, getting to hear them often speaking and singing words that they've written themselves is uh, extra amazing. And, um, and, you know, it's so funny because I both love when we have you on the show, but there was a little part of me that would always be like, oh, because we would talk about all the amazing things that you were doing and people would go, well, that's nice. But I live in Erie, Pennsylvania. So what have you got for me in Erie, Pennsylvania? And we would say to them, you know, uh, Miracle Project wants to breed. And twice a year, they go places and they set up a workshop to teach your community how to do the Miracle Project on your own. And I think once you get out of pandemic, you'll be doing that again. But that was really all we had to offer them if they live someplace else. And as much as I have hated this pandemic and most of the things that go with it, one of the things I'm going to thank it for is that it, forced people like you to take your business online
1: (laughs) and it's so true yes yeah no Shannon that's so true it's so true because we're now doing trainings to different organizations online but even better we've got classes we've got our our social skills classes improv for interaction and musical theater and hangouts and all kinds of things, all virtual at lots of different time zones. And uh, we're actually partnering with different organizations where they bring us in under their auspices, but they can bring us in without us getting on an airplane. So we're teaching for an organization called Bright and Quirky in in Seattle that has classes in New Zealand and Australia and uh, England and and so we're able to, to work through that and then in cities all we have some of our alumni have come back because they're now in New York or Wisconsin or wherever and they're able to zoom in so That's it's amazing it's really been fabulous yeah so you so join to... us tell everybody to join us there you go we, we so well, let's say this
0: if, if if somebody's watching I'm sorry our sync is a little bit off so I don't mean to keep interrupting you but um no it's okay if uh, if somebody's watching, they're like, okay, well, I've got a grandchild, or I want to do this, or I, I, you know, I've got a kid, or I've got a niece or a nephew. How do they get involved?
1: Yeah, the first thing would be to go to our website and then just fill out the form and tell us a little bit about you. Uh, it's the themiracleproject.org, and uh, there's a lot of stuff on the homepage right now because of the event coming up. But you'll see a form. That um, and if you if, it, if it's not clear, to just email me directly. Elaine at the miracleproject.org
0: Okay. so uh, and that's everybody. Like if you have an organization that wants to partner or you have you have an organization that's going to have an event and you want them to come and perform at your event, or you have a kiddo that's on the spectrum that you want them to be involved in classes, or you are a performer and you'd like to be involved, whatever it is, write to Elaine or go to the website. But I want to switch gears a little bit and talk specifically about what's happening this week because you got a new show that's debuting. You're so clever the way you do things. You find (laughs) the way. I love that that's theater people. Theater people find the way. So, uh, tell us about this new show and what inspired it.
1: Okay. well, I love that. Theater people, we're, we're resourceful and scrappy, right? we <laughs> It's not that we don't take no for an answer or think outside the box. We don't know no, and we ask what box. So, uh, this new show, we envisioned uh, in September a... That we would actually create a film because we pretty much figured we would not be in person mm-hmm. in 2021, and we went in with an idea. Well, then we've got to create a film. So the concept is based on, and you've had Barry on your show, Dr. Mm-hmm. Barry Prasants' award-winning book, Uniquely Human, and combined with the Miracle Project methodology and my inclusion from within uh, approach. So it's inspired by both of those types of uh, both of those books. And um, what we have created is uh, a world where a group of students are in a class where the teacher does not see them or get them and is doing all the things that you said not to do, shaming them, putting them down for their isms. And they, and I'm not gonna give it away, I don't wanna spoiler alert, but some magical way they are transported to a world of no-no's mm. where they get to truly be themselves. Okay. And this is all done through music and choreography. We have a Broadway choreographer, Josh Walden. We have um, Justin Anthony Long, who uh, is just a brilliant. Um, uh, storyteller and a filmmaker and we the idea the story idea uh, was my idea based on barry's book and then completely drawn from the actors themselves okay and so the title of the thoughts, show journey to namu and so namu
0: is human backwards that's how we're all gonna remember. <gasps> you that. got
1: it How'd you know? Somebody that? had to How'd tell you know me that. that.
0: Somebody had to tell me that Elaine. Cause I was like, I was, I was like, what is the name of this show journey to Namu? Um, and then somebody went, oh, it's human backwards. And I went, oh, well, of course it is. Cause it's based on Dr. Barry presents book. Uh, so that, but that's how we're all going to remember amazing it. Amazing.
1: Because we, we reveal that at the very end and a lot of people don't get that. Oh, all right. Well, so I'm going to ask give something you guys, away? there's another backwards. <laughs> there's another backwards one word. See if you can, when you watch it, see if you can see the other, there's another backwards word, but I'm not going to tell you now.
0: <laughs> oh, I don't know. I don't know. Um, so I, I won't have to figure that out, but I uh, love this. And we're showing some images uh, from the show. So tell us when and how we can view this.
1: Oh, and I also want, you, want to let you guys know that everything was self-taped on a green screen, we were never in the same room together. Amazing. So what you're going to see is so innovative that we're we're self-taped and audio taped with a green screen behind us. And um, Justin uh, is 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 just a genius and uh, my my co-producer and director. So uh, it's lots of fun. It will be premiering this Saturday night. Oh, and that's my son Neil. So non-speaking, he types to communicate and uses sign language. So this is for for all disabilities and uh, um, in that way. So it it premieres this Saturday night at our big fundraiser for the Miracle Project. You can watch it virtually as well as we're going to have an in-person event, Shannon. We're actually having an in-person event. Um, it's a, a large, large theater, and so it's limited to only 150 people. But it, it, the entire event, from um, uh, from the reception, the cocktail reception, the red carpet event, will be live streamed, and that you can find on our website. That is a, is a fundraiser. However, we will be showing the film again. Uh, for the general public and I'll, you can, so if you cite, if you come to our website and sign up, you'll learn when in November and December we'll be actually showing it for, okay. for everyone. But okay. you're invited virtually. everyone's invited virtually tonight. I mean Saturday night and something really exciting. We have Bridget Lundy Payne, the star of the hit Netflix show Atypical as our MC.
0: Wonderful. So it's, uh, and we've got a picture. I'm of so her.
1: excited.
0: Uh, do you want to show that Trayvon? It's the one you have loaded. Uh, there she is amazing actress, a true supporter of the autism community and, uh, very exciting for that. So to sign up for that, they have to go to the website, the miracleproject.org, and sign up to be yes. able to go to that live event this Saturday. What is the time on that? What time does that start?
1: The red carpet starts at 6 o'clock, and then there'll be interviews with cast members uh, from 6.15 to 7, then wow. a live performance by uh, like 6.45, a live performance by Rhiannon Lewis, and at 7 o'clock, a live performance on the Goldsmith stage at 7 o'clock by Aidan Boyer. If you've never heard Aiden, he's truly magnificent uh uh performer on this on the spectrum and then at 7 30 we start the program we're honoring uh ellen pressman director ellen pressman and her husband jeffrey toll and longtime volunteer now uh, uh teaching assistant jesse toll and and then we show the film
0: Okay. So that's Saturday night, uh, but you have to go and register to that. And I'm sure that there's a cost for the ticket price as well, because it costs money yes. to put that on. Yes. Um, so you go to yes. the, the miracleproject.org to get your tickets to attend Saturday night, or later on down the road, there they will also have an event where you can buy a ticket just to see the film. But, you know, you might as well just go to the, the event film. and see the whole thing, right? Uh, and be a part of the funding. And, fund and
1: your 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 investment in, in it helps to continue these programs. And so we yeah. really greatly appreciate any amount that you can support the program. So yeah. thank you. Because it doesn't happen for
0: free. We all know that. And it'll be a great family event for you guys. You know, sometimes... Just being able to see what someone else can do is the impetus you need to be able to get up off the couch and do something for yourself or to have, you know, I I was just saying to somebody yesterday, um, that my son, when he was, I want to say like 12, he had to go with me to be on set to see a short film, um, happening, and it changed his life that one day on the set he was like, "I want to be a part of that, but he decided, "I want to be the person who 's writing the story, so you have no idea what triggers there are like i didn 't know that that was going to be the thing that would make him want to be a writer we We always had to have behavior intervention plan for writing, and after that he was like, "I want to write and tell my story so I'm just going to say to you guys, you have no idea what inspires your kids, and it's these kinds of things, taking them to arts things, and let's face it, that's been limited in COVID, so this is an opportunity to do it at home, so make sure you go to the miracleproject.org, check out everything that they've got there, but register for the, the tickets there, so that you can go on Saturday or in the future, so, and then I'm, I'm imagining that you've got more classes that are either in progress now or just getting ready to start, Elaine.
1: Yes, we've got classes and all of our classes are, um, some of them have just started, but we're still taking enrollment and uh, some will be beginning in November. So Amazing. Thank you. I got goosebumps when you shared that about Jam seeing that. I, and I remember the first time I... Dad took me to a musical. I didn't know what it was, but I was just like, "Yeah, I, I want that." Yeah. So, so it's like our our souls know, our souls identify, and and they can relate in in a way that we may not uh, logically understand. But our souls just say, "Oh yeah, this is why I'm here."
0: Yeah, I mean, you know, I I grew up in a very artsy fartsy community. <laughs> That's how our other relatives referred to it. I grew up in Saratoga, New York. And I didn't understand that it was a little bit different than every place else. But in the summer, the New York City Ballet would come and perform for a month. The Philadelphia Philharmonic would come for a month. John Hausman would bring his acting company and come up for the summer, and and I and, and I could pay two dollars and as a teenager and go sit on the lawn at the Saratoga Performing Arts Center outdoors and watch um, Barishnikov jump for $2. Wow. And, you know, and Oof, right. Amazing. And you, you don't understand then, then when I was older and went off to college and I would talk about, you know, going to the ballet and the symphony and whatever, and people would go, Oh, you know, la dee da. Uh, and I was like, no, that's just what everybody does, isn't it? And I didn't understand the benefits of, of having arts in your life as a young person.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, And, you know, we've tried really hard with Jem to make sure that he sees a wide variety of stuff um, because exposure is everything. Uh, And the arts are there for a reason. I know the arts budgets have been cut and cut and cut, but the arts are there for a reason. I would just like for everybody to stop and think what, how you would have gotten through COVID with no television.
1: Oh, yeah. Well, see, that's the thing as well too, Shannon, is that how important the arts are and how up until now they've been not been accessible to our kids. And when Jem says he wants to tell his story Mm -hmm. and write his stories, and that's so important. I mean, that's one of my commitments and missions of um, I'm also part of a coalition called one in four coalition and we're getting jobs for, for people in the industry with autism and, and um, who are neurodiverse and uh, so that scriptwriters can tell their stories and so that uh, and share their unique perspectives, not just about their disability, but their perspectives in the world. And then also, I mean, so many of the Miracle Project, uh, people who started out not realizing that they wanted to be actors are now professional actors. So we want to make, and the the actors that you'll see tonight, uh, Saturday night, keep saying tonight, Saturday night, um, are both sharing and telling their story as well as they are the singer, dancers, and actors. So it it has so many... possibilities that we don't always get to see and and this is a fundraiser tonight so the ticket price you know is 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 a bill foo 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 but it's it's going to benefit so many people and if anyone's out there that can be supportive we appreciate it but we will be making um, a sign up so you'll be the first on the list to know when we will also be sharing uh, a version the same the same film um but at, for the public
0: and and bless your heart you keep saying tonight I, I just want everybody to know there's no funny business we're not taping this in reverse uh we're live right now on Tuesday but she's talking about Saturday uh October 23rd
1: Saturday um, October 23rd Can you imagine See, it how, how crazy like tonight because you... it, it feels no it just feels eminent so that's yes. why I think I'm keep saying tonight. So But
0: no, no, it's okay. But can you imagine how crazy busy it would be right now if it was tonight? So thank goodness you have several more days, uh coach E before Before that shows up. So really remarkable. Again, if you, you know, I always think about we're getting, we're working right now on our toy guide, our toy and gift guide that we we come out with in November for suggestions about what to get someone you love on the autism spectrum. And we got lots of gifts. We got lots of toys, lots of wonderful things. But the truth of the matter is, is that if there's somebody that you love on the spectrum and you're like, I don't know what to get Mm. them for a birthday gift or a holiday gift, whether you're celebrating Christmas, Kwanzaa or Hanukkah, uh, you know, a great gift to get them is a virtual class at the Miracle Project. That's a really great gift. Oh, thank you. It's the gift that keeps on giving because a lot of the things that you're wanting to work on with that individual, they go to the Miracle Project. You know, you guys have science that backs up that your programs are really good for building social skills. This this is sort of a duh for us. Like we love that you have science behind it too, Kochi, e, but it's kind of a duh for us because we talk all the time about, I mean, you know, we, we have Temple Grandin on the show on Friday and she talks all the time about how being a part her mother taking her to community theater and being a part of that troupe was super helpful to her. Taking acting classes helped her to be able to walk into a room and act confident, even when she didn't feel it, to act like she knew what she wanted to say, even when she wasn't sure what she wanted to say. Um, Carrie Magro, uh, another Dr. Carrie Magro, excuse me, says, Oh, early theater classes really helped me. Um, So this is, this is not rocket science, right? But it is
1: science. This helps. It is science. It's evident. Everything is evidence-based that, uh, and our improv interaction for any of you viewers who are listening from California is fully vendored through the regional centers, our social skills classes. So, um, but yes, we're evidence-based in developing self-esteem, self-confidence, a sense of self, a sense of, Owning our autism and neurodiversity as something extraordinary, and discussing it in a in a fun, creative way with others, um, really letting ourselves be ourselves, so that we can walk into a room and not only fake it till we make it, but have our own sense of identity mm-hmm. to be able to confidently share who we are, yeah. and uh, I we it's uh 17 years you're asking how many years oh, 17 yeah. years and it just gets just gets more I get more and more passionate about the work every year that's exciting so thank you so much Shannon
0: so and yeah. I haven't talked to you in forever but I hear rumors coachie I hear rumors that you have all kinds okay. of stuff going on I don't know what you're allowed to talk about and what you're not allowed to talk about but I've been I've been hearing that you've been working on some pretty fun stuff lately anything you want to share we have to keep that all
1: under our hats. Yeah. I think it's sort of under our hats, but I did see it um it came out at date and dateline, so it's actually out. Um so I I'm working on a show that comes out. We don't know when, but uh it is on Amazon and it's called As We See It, which stars three adults on the spectrum portraying three adults on the spectrum. So I worked on that and Shannon, once I know that I'm, I, ha, once I have more information, when it'll air, yeah. well, I'll come back on and yes. talk about that. And then I'm, I've got a movie I'm working on and, and, uh, only a couple of weeks and, um, doing some coaching and lots of, lots of, uh, consulting because it's our time. There's it's authentic representation for neurodivergence and, um, others with disabilities, and it's time that we see ourselves on the screen. Yeah. So yeah, it's super really exciting. And Netflix, and Netflix Atypical. I hope you watch all of the Atypical because so many of the Miracle Project students are on that. And um, yeah, we had. Yeah, it's, um, it's, a, it's a great time.
0: We had Dom, and forgive me, I'm not going to remember her name. What the beautiful young woman uh, who's also on Atypical? Um, the, I think. Atal?
1: Tal? Tal. Or, uh, was on she's
0: awesome. Uh, and that was super fun to have the two of them on. Um, they're amazing. Yeah. So uh,
1: now are either of them in this show this weekend? Dom is in the show. Absolutely. He's one of our lead travelers. That'll be fun. From Atypical and Naomi Rubin, who is also on Atypical, is in the show.
0: There we go. So the name of the show again is Journey to Namu. Journey
1: to Namu.
0: You always have the most interesting titles them. after your shows, Elaine. This uh, <laughs> is always like you know the most interesting titles. So, but I sort of love that now because one of the things that I feel sad about—you probably have archival copies. I'm sure you've videotaped your previous shows and have archives somewhere. But I love that you're yes. now doing this in a way that there's an archive for the rest of the world to kind of tune in and watch because, you know. Yes there are, there are people who don't right now who don't yet have kids on the spectrum, but will in five years. And for them to be able to look back and see the things that you're doing now will be super cool. So again, that's Mm, Saturday, but in order to go to the Saturday,
1: October 23rd.
0: Yes. Yes. But, But in order to go to it, you need to get tickets. If you want to go in person, are there still, I know you said limited audience. Are there still tickets? Yeah. Maybe a can uh, oh, We have a
1: new executive director. Um, we have a handful of tickets because we want to make sure everyone gets to eat because we've got really wonderful hors d'oeuvres. And um, so there are a handful of in person tickets. Okay. And yes, please come join us. All COVID protocols are in place. Um, uh, either be vaccinated or have a um, uh, um, you know, test. Um, Approved, a proof, yeah, proof negative test and um, social distancing. And we're spreading out in the theater. Everyone's going to be wearing masks. But yes, there's a handful of tickets uh, in person. And of course, we'll have Bridget Lindy Payne and other celebrities oh, there. So, so and I'm, I assume this is at the Wallace. And, wall? our, and all, of our, all of our students who are the true celebrities. There you go. I'm assuming that this event is at the Wallace? It's at the Wallace Annenberg Center for the Performing Arts in Which Beverly is beautiful. Hills. beautiful so beautiful fully yeah. accessible we'll have a sign language interpreter we're having an audio described trailer before the event for those who want to access it the um the theater oh, we itself. have a trailer we need to
0: show the trailer do you want to see the trailer ah all right uh, Trayvon are you ready to roll sure. the trailer I can't, did, did that work out uh I'm looking to see yeah he's got it okay so let's show the trailer and then we'll come back and we'll have like a quick minute to talk at the other end Wonderful. So that's what we've been talking about. I know we got to say goodbye to you, Coachie, but uh, everybody want you should check out one way or the other, go to the miracleproject.org. Check out everything that they have there. If you can get a ticket for Saturday night to be there with all the rest of us to see this amazing program um, or stay tuned to when you can watch it later on in uh, November. So Kochi, thanks so much for all that you do.
1: Mm-hmm. Thank you, Shannon. Love being with you. Big hugs to you, you. virtual hugs. And to all of you out there, please come join us. I just, I love being with families. So join us. Thank you.
0: Wonderful, wonderful, wonderful. Okay, bye-bye, Coachie. I'm going to stay just to finish up the show. Bye. bye Bye-bye. Uh so we just got a Thank couple you. of minutes here, you guys. I want to acknowledge that uh Dark Angel, first of all, Renee and Elvira, you guys wrote in, I think you were talking about the ed talk about where to tune in, because that's when it came in. Uh we will I will share it. Um, I don't know if I can share it from the autism live page. I'll try from the Facebook page. I'll I'll definitely share it from my own page um later on tonight. But you don't have to worry about all that. If you go to their facebook page just um go to facebook and type in the ed asner family center and it will come up and then at five o'clock pacific time the show will start to play so, um, and then if you like them, it'll also send you notifications in the future when they're about to go live with their various and sundry shows, which is a good thing to do. Um, so there you have that, uh, there is the, uh, making mental health, a top priority. I didn't even know that that was the title of it, but so that's this afternoon, this evening, 5. PM Pacific time. It is 8. PM, um, Eastern time and you guys can do the math and all the other things. Uh, So that will be super fun. And if nothing else, I think it'll be an informative hour and tune in to support our girl, Nancy. Uh, So thank you for that. Uh, dark angel says, hello, everyone. First day of preschool for my three-year-old son. And it went well, better than expected. And I love hearing that. That's really, really wonderful. I I do want to say to you though, I don't want to be the negative now here, but I want to say it's great. He did well at a preschool setting. That's absolutely wonderful. That's fantastic. I would say to you, it is the rare three-year-old that we would make a recommendation for them to go to in-person preschool with other kiddos as the best best solution. It's not that it's a bad solution. I just I don't think that science supports that as being the best possible place for where they're at right now. If you've got a diagnosis and your child is three the best, if we, you know, and I always look at good, better, best, right? So preschool, good, right? Um, Better than that would be doing preschool part-time and doing as much of an intensive ABA program as you can do at the same time. So maybe he goes to preschool in the morning and then, you know, does intensive ABA in the afternoon, but better The truth is the science shows that better than that at three is to just go intensive on the ABA at three. I know, I know. I feel bad saying that. Um, Because we all get excited about school and school certainly gets excited and says, oh, bring your child down here. We want your child to be here. And they do. They want your child to be there. And I used to teach in public school. I'm not against public school at all. It's just that the science shows that a three-year-old on the autism spectrum, you know what the analogy I always give? It's like, you know, if you want to learn how to downhill ski. Uh, you want to learn how to downhill ski, um, you know, like the big jumping, ski, ski jumping, we can take you to look at the mountain, we can absolutely, but we're not going to throw you on the mountain. It's, there's too many things you got to know before we throw you on the mountain. So what do we do whenever we're teaching somebody to ski, we take them to the side. They can see the mountain, but we take them to the side and we work on very specific skills. We teach them how to stop. We teach them how to go. We teach them how to deal with a panic situation. We, you know, give them a little bit of skill before we ever put them on the mountain. Well, let me just tell you, school's a mountain and there's a lot of things there. Now, when they're three, I got to tell you, you know, there are a couple of things that could happen. It could go enough. Okay. That it's like, okay, it's okay. Um, but they're going to miss things. Things are going to be happening that we want them to learn from that. They're just going to miss because they don't have enough skills to be able to whatever. It's going to be hard for them to connect with the other kids, but not impossible because at three, mostly we see kids playing side by side, right? So they're going to play over here and the other kid's going to play over there and it might be okay. It might be okay, but we're not going to overcome however far behind, behind we are, right? So that's why we want to do the intensive ABA at three so that at four we can hopefully send them back into the classroom and with some more skills. So that now at four, when they start to play with each other, we don't have misconnections. So it's not so much that preschool is going to be bad. That's why I say if you can't do a full time ABA program, you know, do half, half and half, right? If you can, schedule wise. But, um, if we want to get them as ready for four when the play shifts a little bit and we really need them to start socially interacting with the other kids, we really need that three-year-old time. That's the truth. That's really the truth. Um, And if you start a kid at four with no social skills, going to preschool and no ABA to give them the skills, what often happens is they get ostracized. The other kids are all playing and our kid doesn't know how to. And so our kid is over in the corner while all the other kids are doing something else. And that's when we get into heartbreak city. So I would just say to you, I'm never going to tell you that preschool is bad. It's not. But is there a better use for that time to set them up for next year? Yes. Science has shown lots of studies that have shown comparison groups of, you know, both, you know kids who stay home and have no intervention, no schooling kids who go to preschool and kids who do ABA and they show the outcomes on them. The kids who do ABA are much further along and the kids who go to preschool and the kids who go home and have no educational benefit have pretty much the same outcome. So that tells you about how beneficial educationally preschool is right. Um, Then they've done the thing where they take the same kiddo and send them to preschool for a period of time to see how much they learn um, have them stay home, have no program, see how much they learn, and then have the same kiddo, apples to apples, oranges to oranges, go and do ABA and look at the outcome. How much did they learn in the different time periods and preschool and home with no educational benefit about the same, negligibly the same ABA, the kids they're off the chart, what they learn. So there's a time and a place for everything and you do what you can when you can, Um, but the truth of the matter is if you want to, you know, there's good, better, best. If you want to do the best scientifically, then you do as many ABA hours as you can at three. And here's the kicker. Insurance will pay for it in the United States. Insurance will pay for it. And you got to think to yourself, why would insurance pay for it? Why, Why on earth would somebody be willing to pay this much money because it works? That is the whole thing. Whenever somebody says to me, well, I'm not sure about ABA. I know I was that way too. Um, But then I saw it and I saw what it could do. And guess what? Insurance saw that too. And they were starting to be sued because they weren't paying for it because it works. And insurance now pays for it. And your state, in some cases, will pay for it. So, and that's why. Now on the flip side, if your child goes to school, the state will pay the school for your child being there. And I think we all need to acknowledge that every day that your child is at the preschool, the state will pay the preschool a certain amount of money for your child being there. So school wants your child to be there for a lot of different reasons. One, they get paid and one school believes that they're there to educate. That's their mission. Of course they want a child to be there. Of course, there's nothing wrong with them saying we want your child to be here. But if you you know, let's say you were choosing between two doctor offices and they were saying, we've got, you know, you, you've got something going on and we've got two different ways of intervening with it. Right. Um, and if you if you go, if you take your child to one place, uh, it's totally free to you, totally free to you, but you find out they get paid for your child going there. That would be interesting information to you, wouldn't it? Now the other place you, there might be a small cost to you, but most of it is going to be paid by insurance, which is going to be a pain in your neck. Now, If I were just comparing on those two things, I'd be like, ah, it's so much easier to go the one over here, right? Because it's free to me. But then if you say, okay, can I see your studies of what are the outcomes? How effective is what you do? Uh, And what you would see if we're comparing ABA to school is that school, the children go and they, and I'm just going to be honest here, children go to early intervention, and then they go to a special day class, and then they stick around and stay until they're 21, and then have to find a service after 21. That is the outcome. If they have studies at the school that they will show you, that is exactly what happens. Uh, A lot of them don't take studies, don't take data on it, and they'll say, oh, we don't have anything. To me, that's appalling. But if the ones who do, they will tell you, if you start them in preschool for special ed, and you don't do any other intervention than school, they will stay in special ed and graduate, in spe- graduate from that program, not necessarily graduate from high school, but graduate from that program, that is the track that they are on. Whereas if you look at the studies from ABA, kids who get early intensive behavioral intervention often never go into the special education program at all, or go into the special education program and are, um, in, an inclusive program where they're with their neurotypical peers and often graduate out of that and don't have an IEP. They actually graduate the lion's share of them graduate from high school. And many of them go on to higher education and lives, you know, the, the lives that we all want. Um, so anyway, uh, we so appreciate you guys being here. We're totally out of time. I, I just adore you all. Uh, we're back tomorrow with Dr. Grant Pichet. Uh, we're going to be live. We might even be live on TikTok tomorrow. If we are, we'll let you know about that, but we'll be live either way here. So, so thrilled, um, to have you guys here. Don't forget on Thursday, it's Bonnie Yates on Friday, Dr. Temple Grandin live right here. So you send us questions. We want your questions for her. We won't take live questions. We want the questions right now. Write to me at Shannon at autism Don't forget. Uh, I know everybody wants to ask the question live. It's just not how she prefers it, but you can ask your question and then she will answer it live. So send in your questions right now, right now. All right. We're back tomorrow. Like I said, Dr. Grand Pichet. until then, give your kiddos a hug from me and one for you too. Bye bye for now.